I am John Paquette from the Big East Conference. I am senior associate commissioner there, uh, and I head up the communications uh, department at the Big East and have been in this chair for a long time. Um, and I would say probably the biggest component of my job or the uh, most defined component of my job would be that I'm media coordinator for the Big East tournament at Madison Square Garden. So uh, I've been in, um, been with the Big East for a long time. Before that, worked at another conference and a couple of schools along the way. What drove your interest to serve on the COSADA Board of Directors? Well, several years ago, I spent a few years uh, on on the board and enjoyed my time there and um, and felt like we could make a little bit of a difference in the profession and, and just enjoyed being with those people and working with different people from different divisions and different parts of the country. Absolutely, I believe it's one of the great parts of the organization. Uh, what are you most thankful for in this industry? In the industry, I'm thankful for, uh, I've spent, you know, I'm kind of on the back nine of my career here, but uh, I've spent my whole career in college athletics and frankly have loved it, um, have loved the people uh, and even people from my first job or two, uh, I still keep in contact with and it's the personal relationships uh, you know, that you maintain because uh, you want to maintain them. And, um, and that's, you know, we're, we're all fortunate, I think, in this business to kind of see exciting games and see meaningful games. But really, the long lasting value is the relationships that of the people you meet in this business. I couldn't agree more. Um, what what do you feel passionate about in life? My family, my faith. Happy that my that our children have found good spaces in their respective lives, and uh, that is a great gratification to me. Absolutely, absolutely more on some aspects of your personal life. What are some items on your bucket list? I would say my general bucket list would include travel. And, you know, we, we don't, a lot of us in this business, we don't go to many events as fans. You know, we work a lot of events and, and I've been able to work things outside of the Big East, which has been great. I, I think, I think I'd like to be a fan at the Olympics and watch all of the competitions that I want to watch and have great tickets for those competitions. So, you know, whether it's, it's basketball or, or, or track or hockey or, or whatever, I think I'd like to go to uh, um, an Olympics and do that, but I get to pick, I get to pick what, what events I want to go to. Okay, got, got you, got you. And um, is there any preference between winter and summer Olympics or 
I want to do both. Yeah, I, I want to do both. There's great there. There's great events in both. I know there's more events in the summer than the uh, than the winter, but um, you know, uh, you know, basketball and hockey. And I love I love watching track live and um, sprints. And um, uh, I you know I think I think that would be great. No, I want to do both. What's something that COSIDA membership doesn't know that makes board membership so rewarding? I would say working with people and, and going back to my point about personal relationships, um, hearing different, um, different people with different angles, um, different thoughts on situations. I have spent my life in division one um, and I don't know enough and need to hear more about people from other divisions, other parts of the country. I've, I've spent uh, my life in the Northeast, my professional life, for the most part, I spent a year as a graduate assistant down in Louisiana. And, um, but it, it's, it's great the, you know, the diverse voices that we hear from other parts of the country in other divisions and in um and just other angles other situations that that i'm in frankly most definitely and then circling back what's your biggest challenge as it relates to the profession now and in the future i think on the job you know when in doubt i like to blame social media for everything so um you know, so I would say sometimes it's uh, dealing with the speed of social media at times and whether it's breaking news or even when it's not so much breaking news, you know, quote, when I started in this business, you know, you had time to react and you had time to formulate, you know, whether it's a statement or opinion and gather people around and, and try to develop a little bit of a strategy. And now many times you just don't have enough time to do that. You got to think on your feet and, uh, you know, maybe talk to the boss or, or a couple of other people in the office. And then, and, you know, we're in the conference office. So we also have to be in kind of in step with our schools on certain, you know, on situations, certain situations. So I would say dealing with the speed of news and how fast it travels and it travels the fastest via social media. Um, in our profession, uh, I, I'm, you know, I have some concerns about the future of our profession. You know, we, most of us, I think, uh, are in it because we love it and because we love sports. And, uh, and, you know, going back to my point about personal relationships, um, you know, the reward in general for me for the long hours and maybe the pay is not the greatest. Well, we know the pay is not the greatest was the personal relationships or, or the people you meet along the way. And I'm a little concerned that now um, I'm a little concerned now that kind of some of the fun and the uh, depth of personal relationships is not there because uh, to be oversimplistic, we spend too much time in front of our laptops and not enough time uh, not behind our laptops and, and getting out and dealing with people and, and, and working with people face to face. 
absolutely. I think they're all relevant issues and social media most definitely speeds up a lot of things. Now you guys got to deal with, do we want to let these reporters break the news first? Are we going to try to rush and put something together? I think it makes things a lot more difficult than it used to be. Right. And, and if you see something out there that's not quite correct, uh, you know, how far do you want to go to try to correct it? And whether you want to create a confrontation or, uh, you know, all of those all of those things go into trying to map out a strategy. And that has to be done sometimes very quickly. Definitely. I think there's and there's that certain pressure on sports like football, men's basketball, women's basketball, baseball and softball that you're not going to have to deal with with swimming or tennis or golf. Sure. And, you know, as we're talking, you know, the NSA tournament is going on where everything is focused on the participating teams. So, you know, which is great. But then, you know, there's also the potential of something, you know, somebody saying something not perfectly or, or something maybe being taken a little bit out of context. And, and because of the focus that, you know, people in the men's and women's tournaments, you know, receive, um, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you have to, uh, you have to act quickly and, uh, and make decisions on how far you may or may not want to go on pushing back against what's out there. Absolutely. If you could change one thing about working in an athletic communication office, what would it be? It would be great if, and, and I think we're pretty good here, but it, it can always be better about just understanding the time that communications people put in. And, you know, Brandon, when, when I was talking previously about um, the long hours, and we know that long hours go with the job, but, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, people people will have, will, will be doing stuff just because we can do it. You know, whether it's graphics, whether it's, you know, room on the internet or room on, you know, a school website or a conference website, which is, as we know, unlimited. So, you know, sometimes there, it, it'd be nice if we could maybe develop, you know, kind of a, a, a medium space where we could say, yes, we have the potential to do a lot, but we also have to understand a little bit about um, what's too much and what and, and what's a little too much to expect. Um, you know, we all went through COVID the last year or two. And, and frankly, for me, not this past year, but the year before was just crazy, craziest year we've ever had just because of the time you had to put in uh, and, and from a conference office about scheduling and rescheduling stuff and it just seemed like it was uh it was you know long long days and long nights all the time now it's not like that now and it's you know we're we're trying to return to normalcy but i but i think you know still kind of a if we can take more of a reasonable approach on the amount of time that we put in our job and kind of you know what the real world calls ROI, return on investment. Most definitely. I think ROI applies in a lot of industries, this one especially. It does. 
And uh, just circling back to your personal life, can you tell us something that very few people know about you? So I was in high school and um, all the, a lot of the high schools around me at the time, I grew up outside of Philadelphia and, um, and uh, hockey was becoming big, ice hockey was coming big. And a lot of our high schools in our area were starting teams and programs. So I played and played with a bunch of friends and we just played. And uh, so one day after school, we went into the quote, the principal's office and made a presentation. Now, you know, back when I was in high school, there's no PowerPoint, there's no, you know, you just go in, you just go in and talk to uh, the man who was Father Lahart at the time. And so we made a presentation, like three or four of my friends on why we would help do it and why we would start our ice, a varsity ice hockey program. And to our shock, he said, yes. And so we walked out of the office in a pleasant state of shock. And, uh, you know, um, now I don't know if he was already thinking about it and maybe he already was, but he didn't tell us and he made us feel good. Like that we convinced them to do this. So it was uh, my first foray into athletic administration, although I certainly didn't think of it at the time uh, when I was a high school kid. Um, but that would probably be uh, something that not a lot of people know. Yeah, I mean, I think, that, I think that's a really unique situation. Anytime you're talking about bringing in new um, varsity sports to a school, yeah. I mean, they just in Arizona, there's a few schools that they just started girls flag football in. They yeah. also started um, statewide, started an esports program at a lot of schools. And there's just a lot of there's always something new. Uh, there is. Uh, absolutely. You're absolutely right about that. And uh, um, we were uh, we were pleasantly pleased walking out of the principal's office. Most definitely. And lastly, how would your best friend describe you in four words or less? Um, friendly, caring, and well, he said four. I would say they're kind of the same, but I would say loyal or dependable. Um, want to be there for uh, my friends. And uh, so I'll go friendly caring, dependable. That would make me happy. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining me on this week of executive session. Brandon, thank you. Nice talking with you.